It really has been quite a dramatic day here in Copenhagen, insofar as uh, international climate negotiations ever can be dramatic. Um, there is real concern that the talks are in serious trouble tonight after another series of procedural objections and delays raised by developing countries prevented key meetings happening. So essentially what's gone on is that it's not been possible for the substantive issues, the important issues about how much uh, greenhouse gas emissions are going to be cut, how much money is going to be paid by developed countries to developing countries to help them cope with those emission cuts and to cope with the effects of climate change and so on. All of those substantive issues really been taken off the table by just procedural wrangling, points of order being raised over and over again by uh, particularly key developing countries like China and India, for instance, um, who've been arguing about the way the negotiations have been proceeding, uh, rather than getting down to talking about the actual uh, business that everyone's meant to be addressing here. So, with now two days left of the negotiations uh, and all the leaders meant to be arriving on Thursday night and then getting into proper talks on Friday morning, which are really supposed to be setting the seal on an agreement and finally sealing a deal, there is very, very little time left. And if these uh, substantive questions have not really been addressed uh, by the time the leaders turn up tomorrow, then it's very, very hard to see how an agreement can be reached. There's all kinds of rumours and allegations and speculations flying around. Obviously, um, there's, a, there's a suspicion from some of the people involved here that these objections and procedural complaints being raised by developing countries are not coincidental and they're actually quite deliberately trying to wreck the talks. That's one possibility. Another possibility is that by making life as difficult as possible, they hope to raise the price that developed countries will have to pay in terms of money they're going to put up for, for the financing. But whatever the motivation is, it has left the talks in a very bad place. If you add to that the other big thing that's happened today, which is the first leaders arriving, and we had, for instance, a speech from Hugo Chavez, the firebrand president of Venezuela today, where he was talking about capitalism being the road to hell and the way to cure the climate was to change the system and so on, and he complained about imperialism and undemocratic behavior by the developed countries of the talks, very much uh, raising the temperature, inflaming things, really not uh, apparently wanting to work constructively towards a solution at all. That also raises the possibility that when the leaders get here, things are going to get worse rather than better. And I think all the way along, the idea of having leaders come to these talks, if you remember, they were not originally intended to be talks that leaders took part in. They were meant to be just at a ministerial level. But the thought was that by having leaders here, it would be easier to reach a deal. And for instance, there's been a, a great deal of pressure put on US President Barack Obama to turn up, and he has turned up, and everyone thought that was good news. Everyone thought that then it would be easier to reach an agreement. But now, perhaps people are coming to the conclusion it won't be that easy. And because of all these various other leaders, I mean, for instance, uh, uh, Mabir Ahmadinejad of Iran may well be uh, coming. He's certainly scheduled to appear and so on. So there's going to be a lot of turbulence, a lot of noise created by that. Robert Mugabe of Zimbabwe is going to be here. Um, all of these things make it quite hard to see how an agreement can be reached. And certainly as we stand tonight, uh, I think the chances look more likely that the talks will fail than succeed. This is Ed Crooks for the Financial Times in Copenhagen.